I praise family. What's good? Yours, your youth pastor, Pastor Al, man. And I pray each and every one of you are off to a terrific summer. I pray that you had an amazing, awesome Memorial Day. You got a chance to rest, relax, um, and just chill out with your family. I know we have finished up all of our graduations. Man, I am so thankful um, that many of you um, have finished up high school. Some have finished up college. Some on the way to college. And guess what? We're going to celebrate each and every one of you on next Sunday right here at the Forest, June 12th at 745. We cannot wait to see you as we celebrate you on your accomplishments when it comes to your educational journey. Um, Hey, listen, man, I want to share a few nuggets with you today. Just kind of help you um, just be all that God has created you to be. So once again, thank you for joining our I Praise Team Talk podcast. Well, you know we have one mission that's simple to help you be the best you that God has created you to be. Hey, can we pray real quick? Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you and we honor you for who you are. It is in the wonderful name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, listen, I want to read a scripture to you real quick. And it comes from the book of Acts chapter one, verses four through eight. Um, this is the NIV version that I'm reading, and it reads, um, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you'd be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I want to go back up um, to the first verse, um, verse two, where it says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait here and you will be empowered with the gift my father promised. And listen, for the next few moments, I just want to talk from this topic, this theme, this subject. If I had to ask you to hashtag it, if I had to ask you to tweet it or test it or send it out to somebody, I just want to put this one thought in your mind. It's simply this. Some things are worth waiting for. Some things are worth waiting for. Some things are worth waiting for. We live in a culture where everybody's in a hurry. We live in a society where everybody's in the rush. We are living in times where people will rush you to get to a place that they're not even at yet. I want to encourage each and every one of you who are listening today to not be in a hurry. There was once a quote that said, when we're born, we're in a hurry to become children. When we're children, we're in a hurry to become teenagers. When we're teenagers, we're in a hurry to become adults. When we're adults, we're in a hurry to become seniors. When we're seniors, everybody wants to hurry and to stop because we all know what the next step is going to be. Listen, in life, we are always in a rush. We live in a culture that promotes hurrying, that promotes rushing that promotes fast accomplishments that promotes doing things quickly but I want to encourage you to know that some things are worth 
waiting for. I want to encourage you to know this today, that not everything that's done well is done fast. Not everything that's done well is done fast. In other words, young people, there are some things in this life that you are going to have to demonstrate patience in if you want to see the fruit of the seed you have sown. Any seeds that are planted do not return fruit quickly. There is a process that must happen. But through this process, there must always be patience. Patience describes our ability to persevere, our ability to see it through, our ability to wait, our ability to to be patient about what the next step is. And I like this because what we understand, just like we know that it takes patience in this natural life for things to happen, it takes patience in our spiritual lives for things to happen as well. What do you mean by that? I simply mean that for things to work in our spiritual lives as they should work, you and I must demonstrate patience. The Bible tells us, be not weary in well-doing. In other words, don't get tired of doing the right thing. In other words, don't get fed up with doing the right things. Don't, don't, don't get quickly with doing the right things because it says in due season, that means at the proper time when the time is right. That means at a proper time when the time is right. You shall reap if you faint not. So in other words, what God is saying is, hey, listen, I don't want you to, 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 to lose patience and doing the right thing because at the right time I'm going to pull up on you and I'm going to bless you real, real good. At the right time I'm going to pull up on you and I'm going to make sure that everything you sow is going to be what you reap. Why is this important? It's important because on today, Sunday, we're celebrating Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost is known as the day that the church was birthed. How was the church birthed? It was birthed by the power of the Holy Spirit, empowering the people of God. Jesus told his disciples, I want you to wait here in the upper room until you have received power from on high. In other words, he said, I don't want you to be dispersed. I don't want you to run here. I don't want you to run over there. I want you to be in one place on one accord. I want you to be patient and I want you to wait. I can imagine disciples' anxiousness right now. Here it is, a savior who has left them came back to tell them to wait. A savior who um, who died on the cross came back to tell them to wait. And so here it is, as Jesus was preparing them for his death and as he made these post-resurrection appearances to them, he now empowers them and tells them, hey, listen, I know things don't look like you thought they were going to look. I know things look kind of crazy. I know things look kind of mixed up. I know things look um, kind of diluted. I know things look um, kind of separated and tortured. But what I want you to do right now is, in spite of everything that you see, in spite of all the stuff that you see going on, the chaos and, and all this, I want you to know this one thing. I want you to wait. In other words, um, I want you to wait because what's coming is going to be worth the wait. In other words, what Jesus was telling his disciples and all of those apostles who were following, he was telling them, hey, listen, I need you 
to demonstrate patience. Because as you demonstrate patience, I am going to send something that's going to be worth your weight. That's going to be worth the patience that you demonstrated. And what did Jesus send? He sent the Holy Spirit. And that's where we have Pentecost. Of course, we know uh, Pentecost um, um, was a was a religious holiday, a Jewish holiday. It was a, a Jewish um, festival. Um, but, but at this particular time, as they were celebrating Pentecost, um, um, Jesus um, brought a new meaning. God brought a new meaning to it. In the Old Testament, it was the, 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 um, the feast, the feast of harvest. And, and we talked about um, Pentecost and in the Old Testament, it meant something completely different. Now, in the New Testament, um, Jesus brought a whole new um, memory to it. And he said that, I know you remember in the Old Testament, the Pentecost was for, for the Festival of the Weeks. And I know you remember um, it was for the celebration. Um, but what we want you to understand now is that the Pentecost is for the birth of the church. The Holy Spirit has now come and it is pouring out his spirit on the church. What is that saying to us? What that's simply saying is that some things that we put our trust and our faith in of the old, God is doing something new. But in order to experience that new thing that he's doing, we have to demonstrate patience. We have to wait. And I like this because the disciples had no idea what was going to happen. But the Bible says that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, fell upon all of the people that were present in the upper room on one accord. And they began to speak with tongues of fire. Not only did they begin to speak with tongues of fire, but they began to be empowered um, with the very Spirit of God. And shortly thereafter, um, the Bible says that because they received this birth of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that they would be um, um, witnesses of Jesus. That were witnesses from the Greek literally means to be a duplicate, to be a copy. In other words, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so, so in other words, you're going to be a direct reflection of who I am. But I'm not asking you to be a direct reflection of who I am in your own power. I'm asking you to do it in my power. Isn't that good news? That God empowers us to do what he asks us to do. I think that's, 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 that's room to give God praise because God doesn't expect anything out of us that he doesn't first expect out of himself. So in other words, if, if, if he wants us to do something, he's going to give us a means by which to do it with. What is that saying? That's simply saying that the things that we rush are not the things that God desires. We have to learn that patience is not only a virtue, that patience, my brothers and sisters, is indeed a holy task. It is indeed a calling to wait. The Bible uses a word for it. It's called long-suffering. In other words, what that word simply means is that you and I have the ability to wait through turmoil, to wait through turbulence, to wait through tragedy, to wait through travesty, to wait through our time for God to do what it is he desires for us to do. Why should I wait? Why is it worth the wait? Because what we see happening here is that the church was birthed after the power of the Holy Spirit was breathed upon them. So when we wait, 
We are empowered by God. How are you so for sure that we're empowered by God? Because Isaiah 40, 31 says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall um, run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In other words, what we understand here is that waiting in the kingdom gives us power. But waiting in the world makes us appear weak. But I want to encourage you that the good things of God are worth the wait. You don't have to be in a hurry to please anybody else because God is already pleased with you. You were created in his image. So when he sees you, he's excited about you. Why? Because he knows that you were created in his image. You are the Imago Dei. We're all created in the image of God. We're image bearers. And for that reason, we don't have to rush our appearance. We don't have to rush our becoming. We don't have to rush our existence to please anybody outside of the gates of heaven or the courts of praise or who you and I are or who God called us to be. So listen, don't let social media rush you. Don't let TikTok rush you. Don't let the gram rush you. Don't let Twitter rush you. Don't let your friends rush you into becoming what God has called you to become. Wait on the Lord because when he sends you what you need to have, you'll be empowered to make it last. Why? Because what God sends have staying power. How are you so for sure about that, Pastor Out of what God sends have staying power? I'm so for sure about that because I'm reminded of the New Testament that there were two houses were built. There was one that was built hastily. It was built upon the sands. It was built. And the Bible says that when the storm came, that house blew down. But then it talks about another house that was built. This house, it was built upon the rocks and it had a solid foundation. And when the storms came, it beat up against that house and the wind blew and everything came. But that house stood still and it stood the test of time. Why? Because that house was built with patience. Things that last are built with patience. Things that last are built with the power of God. But how do we experience the patience and the power of God? by waiting on the Lord. Some things are worth the wait. Your healing is worth the wait. Your peace is worth the wait. Your joy is worth the wait. Don't be in a rush. Wait on the Lord, I say. Wait on the Lord. Father, we thank you for these words we have heard. We pray now that you would bless us, lead us, guide us into your truth, your wisdom, your understanding, and your knowledge. Father, we pray that you would give us ability to wait on you. Father, it's not by our might nor by our power, but it's by your spirit. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, some of you may be listening to this and you may say, how do I wait on the Lord? The first way you wait on the Lord is by worshiping the Lord. How do I worship in the Lord? You worship the Lord in spirit and truth. How do you worship the Lord in spirit and truth? You worship the Lord in spirit and truth by submitting to his lordship that he may guide you properly. In other words, allowing him to become your savior, allowing him to, to restore you, redeem you, and reconcile you. How do we do that? By A, admitting that I'm a sinner, B, believing in Jesus, C, confessing my sins. For it is with the mouth of man confessing with the heart that we believe unto salvation. And so simply repeat this prayer after me. God, I confess I'm a sinner. I messed up. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Transform me. Make me new again. Be Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, teach me your ways. Help me to walk 
in obedience. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, if you said that prayer for the first time, I want you to know, man, that salvation is yours today. Um, it's your birthday. Um, on this Pentecost Sunday, man, this is the day that you have said yes to Jesus, that you confess your sins and um, you confess that you believe in Jesus. I want you to know that today is your new birthday. So listen, do me a favor and text at IPraiseYTH to the number 81010 so that one of our ministers can get back in touch with you ASAP. Listen, man, we're so proud of you and we're looking forward to worshiping with you and helping you grow in all that God has called you to grow in. Whatever you do, don't forget that some things are worth the wait. Some things are worth the wait. Repeat after me. God helped me to be the best me. He created me to be in Christ's name. Amen. See y'all next week. I pray.